Be sure to check us out on Patreon. There you will find our community with several different tiers of learning. Our Patreon community is all about immersing yourself in the streams, teachings, and the Taya practice with lots of Taya tools and Taya teachings via weekly live video and exclusive coaching sessions at patreon.com. The universe wants to give you miracles. Like miracles want to occur for you, for everyone. We're the ones pinching it off. You know, the, the more we get into an elevated state, the easier it is to receive, the more grateful we are for stuff, the more we can receive. Like it just kind of becomes a virtuous circle. It kind of spirals up into this, um, you know, storm of well-being, this beautiful storm of well-being. Welcome. I should say welcome back to the Stream of David okay. podcast. We are back. Uh, gosh, Matt, it's uh, the last episode we published was with you. Uh, and yeah, I think that wow. went out in October. I think we actually recorded that in September. Yeah, we so would have. It's, it's been a couple of months since we've chatted, really. So we're going to catch up and just let everybody be part of our catch up here. Uh, a yeah, lot has happened since we last talked. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. And listen, as uh, as good Thai practitioners, we're setting the intention for uh, for a magical catch up and uh, for all the listeners to get what they need out of it and for us to, to share some uh, some wonderful inspired wisdom. That is the intention indeed. I love that you do that because I don't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I find it really, I find it really helpful. Like, of course it is. I just, I get on the, too. I get on. So, you know, trying to just like get straight get, in. Get the podcast and you think about it and I don't. The intention <laughs> thing, let's, we can start out with it. The intention thing is huge. Yeah. 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 It's very important. Huge. Very huge. Important. Yeah. And running your very day powerful. by it. Yes. Yesterday, I will tell you yesterday. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment with my surgeon and I always take my, the guy that did my back, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, and I always take Michael with me because his memory is better than mine. I'll leave the appointment and, and not remember anything the doctor said. He'll remember all of it. So he goes with me and we had, uh, I added on a little stop by, uh, there's somebody that lives not far from us that we want to have her kennel our dogs. We have lots of tra travel mm -hmm. next year. And we want to leave our dogs with her. And so I said, well, we need to stop by and meet this person and see the facility. And then on top of that, Michael said, well, I've got a meeting at noon and I've got to be back for this meeting at noon. And oh my gosh, we're not going to have time. I said, no, no, no. We're going to have time for all of it. It's all going to work out. We're going to see the doctor. He's going to come in on time for the first time ever. It's going to be a great interaction. We're going to you know, travel to her. We're going to see her place. Uh, and then we're going to get home. We're going to set that. And he calmed right down when I said that. And sure oh, enough... Absolutely. The doctor came in. It was a lovely interaction, as it always is with him, because I manifested the best surgeon in the world. Uh, and we got to the other place on time, no stress. Uh, we walked in, and this woman said, well, she's busy right now. The owner's busy. I'll talk to you. And sure enough, the owner walked in behind us, and she says, no, no, they're they're great. I'll talk to them. No problem. <laughs> so everything just wor you know, worked out, out perfectly. Yeah. We got all the information that we needed to get, happy with her, left, and we were home. He casually walked in and got on his meeting right on time. We created time because there was not time yeah. to do all that. And I, you know, logically yeah. there was not time. Michael's very logical. Uh, and I can be, I have that in me, but logically there was not time to do all that stuff. There shouldn't have been, mm -hmm. you know, we had less than an hour to do all that literally with traffic wow. Wow. in Southern California. Yeah. And yeah. somehow we, we created time and I didn't even worry about how it just happened. We created the time to do all the things and got home and we were both in such a great mood when we got home and just had a fantastic day because of it's that perfect. intention. So it's very important. Yeah. yeah. So please, if you're listening, 
uh, whatever time of day it is, set uh, set the intention for your experience of this uh, of this next uh, next little hour we have, and set your intention for uh, for the rest of the day. There we go. Um, no matter how long this podcast takes, you're going right. to love it. <laughs> you're going to get everything that you need out of it. Matt's going to get on with his busy day on time, and I don't really have That's a right. busy day, so I'm going to get on with whatever it is I'm going to do the rest of the day. Yeah, because it's, it's afternoon for you, isn't it? Uh, it is. It's uh, it's it's coming up on one o'clock, so we're already in the afternoon mm-hmm. time. And I've I've kind of squandered away my morning, but I, I love that I was able to do that. So, the book is here. The book is out. We, uh, gosh, Katarina and I started this book in 2018, right after we published the stream, and we've written it and rewritten it and rewritten it again and perfected it uh, over that period of time. And you're in here. So yeah, those of you that are Matt yeah. fans, you know you have your own fan base in our world, Matt. Uh, so those of you that are Matt fans, Matt is is in here. There, there's definitely a section for Matt uh, and a lot of other Taya practitioners, Taya masters. The foreword is written um, by Deborah Wilson. I She's an author. Um, she wrote Finding Love on the Camino. So go check out Finding Love on the Camino. It's a great book. She was a tour guide on the Camino, but it really is her spiritual journey in all of that and finding love on the Camino. And it's, it's very well written. Her forward is very well written. And I love that she wrote it because out of everyone, the, the hundreds of people that went through Taya Bootcamp, she is one of my, my favorites just because she came in so honest. She said, I was so skeptical of you. I thought you were total BS. I took this little mini course that you did. I saw all your, you know, uh, testimonials. I assumed you either paid those people or drugged them or something. Or I thought this was a cult. She had all these walls built up around Taya that she slowly tore down on her own. She ended up going through boot camp and then coming out of boot camp, her whole life is transformed. And she talks about that in the forward. And I love that. And she continues to live that. Uh, So she wrote the forward to it. But anyway, it's available now on Amazon. The Taya practice. I'm trying to <laughs> learn how. To, I, the other book I learned how to hold without covering anything up. I had the perfect placement. I'm learning how to do that here. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, you can see what the book looks like. But whether you're listening or watching, the Taya practice, the TYA practice, uh, is available now on Amazon globally. You check all of the other sites in the UK and Australia and everywhere else, and it's it's up and available everywhere. Yeah, so, it's worth a read. It's a good. It's a good book. It's a good book. Yeah, the whole practice is in there. It's not yeah, just an advertisement. That's it's 450 yeah. pages. It's huge. It is not an advertisement for boot camp, uh, although it can be. But uh, certainly, we've given you the entire practice in this book. And we're not holding anything back. A lot of people write books just to try to get somebody, and we're not doing that. You know, this is the whole thing is is in this. Uh, I want to share this out with the world for sure. That's one. Yeah, that's one of the things I've I've loved about you know about you is. Your, your your intention really is to get as many people as possible exposed to this. You don't care if there's, you know, there's so much free information that you put out all the time and, and the book will, you know, if, if you, if you uh, read the book and apply the principles, you will have a successful outcome. Like it's, it, it's the logical progression of, of applying those principles. You can't, you can't apply the principles of Tyre and have a bad time. Absolutely. It's proven. We, we just prove yeah. it over and over and over again. Yeah. And, and the more you practice and the cool thing is, is you don't just practice and become enlightened, quote unquote, and you're done. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. There's just this never ending elevation of vibration. And I think as long as we're alive, yes. we continue to elevate that vibration and receive more yeah. gifts in the process of doing that for sure. Absolutely. And that's, that Absolutely. continues to be my, my experience with it as well. Yeah. My, what's that? My favorite Zen, Zen saying is before enlightenment, 
rowing, oh, was it? Raking leaves, carrying water. After enlightenment, raking leaves, carrying water. Like, yeah. your, life your life doesn't change, but it fundamentally changes. Yes, absolutely. And it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be as simple as you want it to be. I, I really, as I've gotten older or maybe just further along in my practice, I value simplicity of my life more than anything else. Simple, easy, doing what I want to do every day, appreciating the blue sky and the sunrise and the sunset and the magic of that transformation. My dogs, you know, just, just the really simple stuff is so meaningful. And I've experienced a lot of nice things and they're great, but the simple day-to-day stuff, that's where it's at. That's absolutely where it's at, in my opinion. So to kind of catch up on what else has happened, since we, we haven't, uh, I, we, we banked a lot of podcasts so that we could sort of uh, get through October because I knew for months that I had my back surgery coming up, uh, which mm-hmm. I had on October 11th. But my father threw a wrench into all of this and went and transitioned mm-hmm. in September. <laughs> so best laid plans, but uh, my father transitioned September 15th, uh, sort of unexpectedly. Uh, he was, you know, definitely up in years and not in the best health and that sort of thing. But he, uh, he decided his, his dog had to be put down this year and he is his second Sheltie that he had. And I actually bought him the dog as a birthday present mm-hmm. when he was, I think, gosh, 70 something. I have to do the math wow. in my head. Uh, and I remember him saying, you know, I'm too old to be getting a dog in my seventies. And I said, you know what, I'm going to give you this dog as a gift because you really enjoy having a dog. And if something happens, I will take the dog and I'll take care of it. You don't have to worry about that. I want you to enjoy yeah. having a dog. Sure enough, the dog lived to be almost 15, uh, had a lovely life, and it was time for him to transition. And then my father, without talking to anyone, just decided he's going to get a puppy. <laughs> I think I talked about this on here. Right, so my father yeah, got yeah, a yeah. Sheltie puppy. Yeah. What was he, 81, 82 years old? 82. And yeah. I decided to get a Sheltie puppy. My stepmother was against it. My sister was against it. My brother was against it. But who, what are you going to do? You know, he was so excited yeah. about this puppy. So he went and got the puppy, picked the puppy up, played with the puppy. The next morning, uh, awoke with COVID and was taken by ambulance to the hospital uh, and ended up uh, with COVID pneumonia, ended up on life support. Uh, and then my stepmother made the decision to, to remove him from that. He died very peacefully an hour after that with my uh, stepmother and my sister by his side. Uh, and that was his transition. And it was actually a lovely, peaceful thing. They were all at peace with, you know, they tried to give him every chance, you know, with life support and it didn't work. And they took him off in a very reasonable amount of time. Uh, the funeral was lovely. We traveled, Michael and I traveled to, um, to Houston. Uh, the funeral and the burial was in Galveston, Texas, where I was actually born in that area. Uh, and it was nice, you know, having over a hundred people show up whom my father had impacted because he was a principal at an elementary school in Texas city, Texas. And all of these people came in talking about how they, he was their he was their principal or he was their teacher or their coach. He had done all of those things or he was their employer as a principal and how he had really impacted their lives in a positive way. I have to say my brother and I were kind of like, wow, they got everything we didn't get from our father. (laughs) But we're both at peace with that. My brother and I are both very at peace with that, different paths at that, but we are. But it was just kind of funny that, you know, our father Mm -hmm. wasn't really there for us growing up, but he was there for all these other people. But it was nice. We had great appreciation for him just going through that process. Yeah, he contributed to to, to his community. Oh, absolutely he did. So it was the best place to do, even though he was living in Austin uh, at the end of his life, it was best to go back there where he had such an impact and, and do all of that there. So that was lovely. And then uh, we came home and uh, a few days after all of that, I had um, 
major back surgery. Uh, my yeah. my procedure ended up taking seven hours. Uh, it was supposed to be four hours and it ended up taking seven hours. Wow. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I ended up with, um, four screws in my L4, L5 and S1, uh, mm-hmm. and two spacers. And now they're, we're fusing those bones together. Um, so that's been a, it's been a, I won't say an ordeal. It's actually been a lovely experience overall. Absolutely. I've experienced discomfort and limited, you know, activity for sure. But I have to say, if you have to have surgery, I set an intention for the surgery. Uh, I uh, contacted, uh, I have a, there's a healthcare system here that I'm part of that is really good. Uh, I didn't pick my doctor. It was just, this was who was available. The man is amazing amazing. His name is Dr. Reginald Faisu, and he's just a fantastic surgeon. And now after, after the fact, I hear all these people, oh, he's the best. He's, how did you get him? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't research surgeons. I didn't fret about it. I just set an intention, ended up somehow getting this amazing guy. And uh, before the surgery, he came in and prayed with my, uh, we, we held hands and prayed. That's the kind of guy. I yeah, yeah so it, was, it was good. It was perfect. really good. He gives, And he spends a lot of time like the next day. Uh, he came to see me in my room and, and spent a lot of time and it was wonderful. Uh, I also manifested a, a, a lovely uh, facility to recover. in. I had just asked, is there a way I could get a private room? And I, I told the doctor, I said, I really want to be somewhere private because I like to meditate. I love my own company. I don't need distraction. Mm-hmm. I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to have a, a lot of solitude in this journey. And I ended up in this wonderful facility. It was like a five-star hotel where I just had the best care. And I was in the hospital for five days after. So it was just a really, really, everything just sort of lined up as just a really, really nice experience for sure. And something you mentioned before when you were talking about getting all the stuff done yesterday in the hour. And this is, I think, an important point. We don't have to work out how it's going to happen. Let the universe work that details. Yeah. Right. More, you know, I'm a type A intention. planning type person. And the more I research and try to plot and plan, usually the worse the outcome, the more I yeah. turn it over to the universe, trust that all this is yeah. going to work out. My intention is to have a wonderful experience. And yes, surgery can be a wonderful experience. Uh, burying a parent can be a wonderful experience. Uh, being there for the transition can be a wonderful experience. We mm-hmm. had that with Michael last year. All of these things that were that were kind of taught to fear and judge can be wonderful. And of course, I posted some things on Facebook and I have a lot of, you know, connections on Facebook from all over the world because of this podcast. And there were a lot of uh, interesting comments. Oh, it was the worst experience of my life. And I have to have all this stuff redone and it's terrible and it's awful and it's painful. I just tuned all that out and just thought, OK, that's their journey and it's fine. I'm not going to allow that to be my journey. I'm going to turn it over to the universe and just let it be something that is magical and expansive. And in both of those major life events that I've had since our last interaction, they were. Yeah, yeah, and they can, and they can be right. I mean, if you if you set if you set the intention, if you approach it as a as an opportunity for 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 a magical experience, even though it's not pleasurable or joyful, um, it can still be a, a great experience. Yeah, I would say that even uh, the the my father's funeral was joyful, not because mm-hmm. I was happy that he was necessarily gone, but I'm just appreciative of his journey. And I did tell mm-hmm. Michael, I said, going back, I don't know if something might bubble up about my dad. You know, do I have mm-hmm. unresolved? We call it vibrational dust, right? Do I have unresolved transgressor energy 
around my father that I'm just not aware of. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't experience, the only thing I experienced that sent me, uh, that, that kind of pinged me a little bit in a negative way is uh, he didn't, um, he, he, he didn't specifically like bequeath anything to anyone. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't looking for money or, you know, that's, that's he and my stepmother's community property. And, you know, she's, she's mm -hmm. still, you know, enjoying all that. So that's fine. But it was just like, he, I thought maybe he would have left something to his sons. Like I, this, this meant something to me and I'm going to leave it. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. And that turned me just for a second. And I thought, nope, nope. That's who he was. I'm very aware of that. This is the relationship and I'm not going to judge this as shouldn't be. And I'm simply going to uh, really appreciate the fact that that pinged a little bit because it showed me there was a little vibrational dust around mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the difference between the way he treated his daughter and the way that he treated his two sons from his first marriage, there was still a little dust there. I'm like, Hey, this is cool. Now I know there was a little dust there and we're going to sweep that right mm -hmm. on out. And it's never been an issue since then. So I, I love mm -hmm. how that works. You know, it, gives, it, gives, it gives you it gives you such lightness when you're not carrying that stuff around anymore, and when you have the tools to recognize it and be like, "Oh, I'm I'm, have, I'm I'm experiencing that emotion," without becoming the emotion, without going on the thought train. And, oh, you sure, know, you, you, can, you can start beating that shouldn't be drum and really oh. take your vibration down. Yeah, yeah, but actually acknowledging it is like, oh, I feel you know, I feel a ping or I feel a twang or something. Isn't that interesting? Bless it and let it go. Yeah, that's something that was in the basement. My my intention is always let's clear out the basement, but let's not be type A fanatical about clearing out our basement. Just let it, if things pop up, appreciate it, acknowledge it, and send it on its way. That really is all you have to do. Yeah. 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 And what a gift it is just to say, okay, there was one more little thing that was sort of dragging my vibe down there that's been there forever that I just became aware of. And it's, it's stuff that I've detuned certainly because that was a big point of contention growing up. You know, when you're sitting there watching your sister get, you know, <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars in gifts and you've got a hundred dollar bill in your hand and that's all they thought to give you, you know, that's, that's, that's what my childhood was. And so all of the detuning that I've done was around all of that sort of thing, just that mm -hmm. inequity, you know, that we perceive. Mm -hmm. And I look around, I look at my brother, I look at myself and realize we've turned out fine. We're both very high functioning, happy individuals. And it's interesting that I've done it my way with what you might call spirituality of the stream. And my brother's very religious. He's, he's achieved it with Christianity. And I do believe he is a joyful, peaceful being. I get that vibe from him. He's not one of those angry, you know, if you're not Christian, you're going to burn in hell. He's not about that at all. He's really a, a cool person. And I, I kind of like that we're getting to know each other a little better and, and, and communicating more in our older years. And we yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's nice. Yeah. And I saw my sister-in-law for the first time in over a decade. And I, I saw wow. my nephew for the first time in 31 years. I met him when he was an infant. I have never seen him since. And now he's an adult. He's in his thirties. He has uh, a child and another child on the way. Uh, I, my brother has a granddaughter named Lucy. She has red hair. Her name is Lucy. She's so adorable. I got to meet her. Uh, so it was, a, it was a really good experience going and just getting yeah. together for the right amount of time, which was like a day and a half. <laughs> and we rented a beach house in Galveston. We all stayed there, which was really cool. Uh, and literally, um, if you haven't been to Galveston, Texas, you probably haven't because you haven't been in the United no, States. No. Yeah. Uh, the beaches there, the problem with Galveston is that it gets completely annihilated by a hurricane like every decade. Mm -hmm. But the beach mm -hmm. is wonderful. 
and the Gulf is warm. So, you know, any time of year, just about, you can walk out into to sort of warm water and it's flat. You know, the beaches here in California are beautiful, but you've got to, you know, you, you have a cliff usually hanging over it. And you've got rocks and all of that stuff. The Galveston mm-hmm. Beach is nice. The house, literally, we were a block from just, it was in a beach community. We could see the ocean from the house and it was 100 feet or so right to the sand, which was really nice. Yeah, just wow. Right. So all that was really, really good. Good experience. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Some, big, some big experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And some nice memories made, like I said, in a nice little short amount of time, the kind of just enough window for me. <laughs> uh you know to hang out and and do a few things and have a nice dinner together and and do all that it was it was good it was really good oh lovely i'm happy to hear it and something you said um made me think and it's true you know you you can go through boot camp you can buy the new book um you can read it and you can and you can apply the teachings and some people like okay there it's done no 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 that's the beginning like you are constantly needing to apply the teachings and use the framework every day Uh, not needing but it works best when you when you do that, when you're, when you are um, consistent with your practice. Um, Well, it is, it's a practice. It's a daily practice. And the Mm -hmm. cool thing about how we've created it is falling off the wagon is part of it. You know, having a spin out is part of it. Uh, I I talk a lot about 2022 for me, where I sort of disconnected from all of this and focused more on the house and helping Michael with his parents. And all of that culminated in the, both of his parents passing away that year, the house Mm -hmm. burning, you know, yeah. it was sort of like a big, massive event that really sort of got me back into the practice um, this year. And then I started thinking, what do I need to fix in my life so that I can really get out there and share Taya with the world for the rest of my life? And it was my back. Because when we did the event in January of 2022, I realized I can't physically, you know, I can get on Zoom all day long and do podcasts all day long. I, I've done a lot of that over the years. But I want to physically go out and do workshops and meet people and travel and, and have people come. And, and, you know, that was just a, an experience like no other that we did in L.A. And, you know, I had planned to do it in Australia and I was going to do one in London. And I was going to do one in New York. And we ended up having to not do those because I physically, you know, just right here in L.A., two hours from my home, wiped me out because my back, my back was in such bad shape and my body had gotten so deconditioned and all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, COVID, COVID is cruel. Um, yeah, that contributed to it for sure. Getting stuff. getting out of shape and like my back really, you know, my back was much worse <laughs> coming out of COVID and uh, than it mm-hmm. was before that for sure. And you know, mm-hmm. it's fixed now, and I'm on the mend, and I'm looking really forward right. to 2024. I'm taking the rest of this year kind of off just to enjoy the holidays, uh, but I do want to promote the book uh, next year. I want to get out and do workshops. I want to travel. Uh, I, I really want to share Taya with the world because I know what it does for people, and I'm really excited about that. Mm, it's so it's so it, it, it's so powerful once you tune into to, to the energy of the universe. You know, once you start being able to leverage the the, the energy that creates worlds, this this we become unstoppable. You know, in, in a positive way. Absolutely. Um, and, and for anything, you know, I've great. I've been doing loads of, you know, you talk about wanting to do travel. I've done more travel this year than I've, than I've done probably the last ten years combined. And you're, uh, you're making up for the time you were grounded there in Australia with COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm on a plane like every three days, but um, I, the number of times I get the last seat on the plane, it's crazy. It's crazy, you know. And I'm just like, no, it's oversold. I'm like, it'll be fine, you know. And they're like, you're so lucky. It's like someone has to be. Well, you're you know, doing a lot of commuting just, to, to Sydney these days and you're in Hong Kong yeah, as well, yeah. right? 
Yeah, so I'm bouncing up and down the whole time. So, um, uh, and I try and avoid weekends, obviously, because it's hectic. But uh, but sometimes you just can't. Or sometimes there's weather and stuff. But the number of times I'll get on the plane or the last plane before they close the airport or the last plane before they do all the diversions or you know just, just and, and it's just because I set the intention and I stay in a high vibration and watch it unfold. You know exactly like you did during your day. Um, and, and, and it's crazy the number of times, the more we relax and just allow the experience to unfold and, and look for the magic in it, the more magic there is. Well, and the key to all that too, to, to be able to do that is learn, is teaching yourself to, to take fear out of the equation. <clears throat> yeah. That whole, what if I don't get there on time? What if I miss that meeting? What if I, you know, delayed and I have to spend the night in the airport or, or all that, what if fear-based stuff? We yeah. are really taught to, to operate like that. And it creates so yeah. much anxiety. And when you start yeah. detuning, you're detuning yeah. the fear. You're detuning the origin of the fear. You're detuning the, you know, you, you just, all of that detuning work really lightens you up. It just allows your yeah. vibration to naturally just float up and up and up higher and higher and yeah. higher. And then life yeah. just gets easy and magical because that really is, well-being is a natural state for us. We just hold ourselves away from it. We do, we do. We do, and it's, 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 you know, it's something I've been thinking about recently, or, or you know, came to me in, in, in meditation, and some things I've been, I've been consuming, was um, this, this idea of receiving. You know, the, and, and, and you talk about it a lot too. You know, we, we, talk, we spoke about it on, on this podcast a couple of times. The universe wants to give you miracles, like miracles want to occur for you, for everyone. We're the ones pinching it off. You know, and the, the more we get into an elevated state the easier it is to receive, the more grateful we are for stuff, the more we can receive. Like it just kind of becomes a virtuous circle and kind of spirals up into this, um, you know, storm of well-being, this beautiful storm of well-being. I love a beautiful um, storm of well-being is, is good. You know, I love a yeah, storm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I love you an do. actual storm, but I, I, I've grown to love a life storm too because the things, yeah. that, the storms that come through our lives are our own creation for our expansion of consciousness, period. Mm -hmm. But you have to, and, and, and so you, there's two ways you can you can experience those storms, right? You can, you can either struggle, oh, everything bad always happens to me. Okay, it does. That's the intention you're setting. That's what you'll get. Or, you know, this, this is a difficult time. What am I learning here? What can I be grateful for? And just enjoy that experience. Because uh, you will you will get through it. You will survive. Um, and uh, we'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. Everyone dies in the end. So, you know, <laughs> the ending is the same for everybody. The end is the same for everyone. So, so relax. You, you'll get there. <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. Yeah, it's, I've, been, I've been trying to I've been trying to, to, to be more in that receptive mode, in that receiving mode. You know, when I when I feel myself getting stressed, or when I feel myself like, oh, it's like just a couple of deep breaths, relax. I've been doing a lot of the box breathing um, that you were that that you teach in the, in boot camp um, recently, uh, and I find that really helpful to just kind of snap out of it, you know, to help reset and help back get back in the zone and be like, so tell everybody exactly how you do that. Oh yeah, so look, it's super easy. It's it's a, it's a very easy concept, and you breathe in for a number of counts. Um, you say eight. I find four slow ones is much easier for me. Whatever number you want, you, you breathe in for that number. So for me, I breathe in slow count four. I hold slow count four. Then you breathe out slow count four, and then you hold slow count four, and that's the box. Everything's in reverse here, so let me there we go. That's the box. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and, uh, and it's a magical, it's a magical process. You do 10, 10 or 15 of those and you've completely forgotten what you're upset about or what you're stressed about. And because you're just concentrating, you're concentrating on, on, on your breathing, you're concentrating on holding, you're concentrating on your exhale and just that active concentration on the breath and, and the, the, the magic of breathing itself. You know, t taking deep breaths completely resets your parasympathetic nervous system. Um, it, all the subconscious stuff, a couple of deep breaths resets all of that. Your heart rate drops, your blood pressure drops, your stress levels drop. And so that that nice, let me do this properly here. There we go. That, whoops. He's made, but for those of you go. listening, we have to remember. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he's, he's drawing a little box in the air for those who are listening. Yeah, I'm drawing a box in the air. Yeah, but yeah. You, you can draw it. You can go. Yeah. Um, it's such, and, and what I love about it, and, and this is what I love about Thai generally, this, it's so simple. It's such a simple framework. Well, I, I find the universe, no. the stream's message in the universe is quite simple. I think our egos tend to make things complex. And I hear people talking about certain things, you know, and trying to make things that are spiritual very scientific. I, I guess to, yeah. to lend some authenticity to it for people that need mm -hmm. that confirmation and they're making it overly complex when really I like to do the exact opposite. I want to strip it down to its simplest form. Breath work is where it's at. You can absolutely raise your vibration with simple breath work. And it's interesting. I, uh, I have a Apple watch and it monitors, you know, heart rate and breath and blood oxygen and all these things. And that's one of the reasons I like wearing it after the surgery my heart rate was spiking because of the pain and stuff. And I was on some pain medication for a little bit and I would, mm -hmm. I would get these alarms that, Oh, your heart rate is, you know, 120 right now or something like that. And every time it would do that, I would do the breath work and it would, I could watch on my, my watch and I know the watch is accurate. This is not an ad for Apple. I don't think they need my <laughs> endorsement, but I had to have a stress test done for my heart before the surgery. And I watched my heart rate on my watch and their actual monitor in the hospital dead on exactly the same. So I know it's very accurate. So when my heart rate <clears throat> spike, I would do my, I call it 888 breathing. And by the way, I do a yeah. quick count of eight. So my quick count of eight, mm -hmm. maybe your count of four, or maybe my lungs are just larger, who knows. Yeah. But, you know, I breathe in for a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, hold it one, oh, two, yeah, three, okay. four, five, six, seven, eight. It's not seconds. I think yeah. somewhere in boot camp we said seconds, and everybody that goes through boot camp will write to me and say, "I can't breathe in for eight seconds." Somewhere it's in there. I've got to go find it and take the word yeah. seconds I mean, out. A quick you, count of eight. Just, yeah, but I just want to make sure that you're fully, fully inhaling, that you're really yeah. holding it for a quick count of you know whatever it is that works for you, and then slowly exhaling seems to work the best. And then be void, have that void for a little bit too, like you said, the bottom of your your square. Because yeah. that void has value too, and then do it again. Oh, huge, the heart rate comes right down. Yeah, yeah, and you can hold your breath. Don't worry, you won't die. Um, yes, I, I do a lot of yeah, I do a lot of um, free diving, and that first that first initial you know ooh, real sensation you get to breathe is thirty percent of your how long you can hold your breath for. So when you first get that strong urge to breathe, you still got another sixty percent before your body passes out. So there's plenty of time. Don't worry, people. You can hold your breath for eight seconds or a quick count of eight. Yes. Yes. And breath yeah. work is, is everything and, and a little meditation. So and if it's just a few seconds a day, there is immense value mm -hmm. in that you could, because you are raising okay. your vibration. You don't have to go and sequester yourself in a posture. You can do that if you have that time and that place and you like the posture, that's great. There's nothing wrong with it, yeah. but don't think you have to do that. Uh, when mm. I was in the working world, I had taught myself to do these quick, clear meditations in the airport. 
uh, in the back of a car uh, or a modified version while you're driving. Obviously, you're not closing your eyes and you're paying attention to what you're doing or you're driving. But I would do some sort of modification where I could raise my vibration in the moment. And then coming out of it, my my then default is, is automatically raised because of that. And that's everything. Your, your vibration is creating your reality. And it's very important to, to, to manage it, if you will, without overmanaging it. Mm-hmm. With that, we should probably wrap up. We're, we're half an hour in. Uh, my goal is to keep most of these to you know well under an hour. So, Matt, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for coming back. Uh, and all of you that um, have stuck around and waited uh, with bated breath, I'm sure, for our next episode. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Yeah, uh, we'll be back on schedule now. Uh, and next year, we'll be back to a weekly scheduled podcast for uh, the Stream of David and the Tire Practice. We're going to get back into recording yeah. more of those as well. If you haven't checked out the Tire Practice podcast, uh, we have about 24 of them uh, in the bank now that are published, uh, and they're all different Taya practitioners sharing how they're doing in their practice. Uh, it's just a great way to go and listen to other people and how they're practicing this uh, and really just start absorbing that. You're absorbing the practice when you listen. So check out the other podcasts yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, and have a, have a beautiful day or night uh, wherever you are and uh, and receive the miracles the universe is trying to give you. Indeed, I love that. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Lovely to spend some time with you, David. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.